0: Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
0: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
1: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for
2: details. It is CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Breeze Show. I am JR. Happy Thursday to you. Hope you had a good one. I'm going to be rolling with one more hour. This show, it gets started 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Me, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, hanging out here in the studio on Peachtree Street. Super producer and host Ryan Hickey, he's in New York City holding it down on Hudson Street. Hudson, Peachtree, Indicative of where we're at, of course. You, you're listening to us. Thank you so much. If nobody told you thank you today for listening, for participating, I'm telling you thank you for listening to me, for listening to CBS Sports Radio. If you got the free Odyssey app, put it on your phone. It's free. You can listen to radio stations all over the country, especially this one, CBS Sports Radio. I'll say it again, the important word. Free. Let's see if I can spell it. F-R-E-E. Thank you to everybody locked in on their local CBS Sports radio affiliates. We got people listening on Sirius XM channel 158. Much love and shout outs to all the truck drivers we got out there. And then if you got a smart speaker at home, at work, wherever the hell you got it, maybe even in your phone, just say, hey, play CBS Sports Radio, whatever you call the machine. The machine probably calls you back by name, possibly. Anyway, like I said, I'll be here with you for one more hour. We've been hanging out for three, having a good old time. And why not? It's, it's, that's the expectations, of course. And we've gone through quite a bit. We learned today that the Chargers had an interview. The Los Angeles Chargers decided to interview Mike Vrabel as their next coach. We'll see if it happens. We don't know. No guarantees, but they interviewed him. Good. Maybe the Chargers can make a good decision for once when it comes down to management. The Tennessee Titans did a terrible job in letting Mike Vrabel even hit the open market. How about you guys actually improve the team so he can coach them? Because Mike Vrabel coaching uh, 53 garbage cans, no disrespect to every player, but 53 garbage cans ain't going to win you a damn thing. Anyway, Bill Belichick, we also learned that he is scheduled to have a second meeting with the Atlanta Falcons. Me, I said this earlier in the week, I'm not a fan of Belichick joining the Falcons. I understand it. I don't think Belichick is necessary. I think more important, they need a quarterback. That's not to say that they won't get one or pursue one. You'd have to be an idiot to not understand that i mean arthur blank said we were deficient in the quarterback position and so yeah everybody knows they need one i don't think they need belichick uh, let's see if he can help uh, tie this up reportedly his first meeting was only with owner arthur blank and that his next one will be with the general manager terry Fontenot and the president rich mckay bill belichick here in atlanta wow The fact that his team helped hand them the biggest ass-whooping in team history is crazy, but you got to win sometimes, right? And then today we also heard from Mike McCarthy and Mike Tomlin. Last we heard from Mike Tomlin, uh, not too happy uh, after getting smashed by the Bills and then being asked about his, uh, his contract status. But today Mike Tomlin was in a good old mood because the first thing he came out and said was, not I'm sorry, but... Well, just listen.
3: Good afternoon. Uh, In a little better mood today, man. Anybody got any contract questions? Uh, I'll say this. um, I certainly could have handled that situation better than I did, but I'll also say this. um, I just believe there's a time and place for everything, and post-game press conferences are probably not the place uh, to address contract issues and things of that nature. It's just a very individual thing, and on game day – Um, I doubt any of us are in that mindset. Certainly I am not.
2: Yeah. And then, by the way, he then continued on and let everybody know that uh, he expects a new contract moving into the future. So if you wanted Mike Tomlin gone, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Meanwhile, down in Dallas, Mike McCarthy, we know his ass got saved yesterday. Uh, Jerry Jones is going to bring him back. And Mike McCarthy spoke to the media today and he said one of the uh, yes, I'm going to say it. he said one of the dumbest things I've ever heard from anybody. Just take a listen to this.
3: My message would be this: uh, we, we we have established a, a you know a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we know how to win. Uh, we know how to train to win. We have the we have the right people, um, but we have not crossed the threshold of winning playoff games. And um, and it's extremely disappointing to be sitting here talking about it. Um, but you know I, I know how to win, and and uh, we will get over that threshold. Uh, I have total confidence in it, and, and that's why I'm standing here today.
2: So do it. You've established a championship program. Nah, man. It's a stretch to even say you've established a championship caliber program. You got to go out and win a championship first. Or at minimum, please go to the Super Bowl. Do that. I mean, go four times like the Buffalo Bills did. Do that first and then come back and tell me that you've established a championship program. Come on. You've established a good regular season program. Good enough to, to win 12 games, good enough to go to the postseason, and then bad enough to get smacked the hell out. We've established a championship caliber program, but we haven't won the world championship. Man, get out of here with the, uh, the double negatives, oxymoron, whatever the hell you want to call it. Cut that crap out. Win something first, please. Damn. Eight five five two one two four 212 4 cbs That's 855-212-4CBS. Hey, thank you so much to Ryan Wood from USA Today for joining us. He covers all things Packers. We know we got that matchup coming on Saturday night. We talked about the Packers. We talked about the 49ers and Brock Purdy. Uh, we also heard one of the dumbest questions asked by a reporter to Todd Bowles. And, Todd Bowles, we know the Buccaneers are going up to Detroit. Detroit is cold detroit is freezing detroit it snows and so a reporter thought it was a good idea uh, a couple of days ago to ask todd bowles about how his team would go out there and prepare for the weather and uh, let's just say todd bowles was uh, very nice in his answer but first let's take a listen to the question
0: looking forward towards some um, detroit um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today,
2: it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures <coughs> to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure
0: but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit?
2: You do know we play indoors right in the other dome. I don't uh, no nothing planned we're, we're indoors and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going under the thing so we'll be okay yeah we're gonna practice walking from the bus to the locker room oh it's gonna be a, a, a tough walk it's uh this is gonna be a tough to traverse yeah crazy question and then last night we're speaking of the snow and the rain and sleet and the hail and the cows and the moon and and the reindeer. DeAndre Ayton couldn't get to work yesterday in Portland. Portland had a big old ice storm, and uh, DeAndre Ayton was stuck in his house. Somehow, some way, uh, thousands of fans went to the game. Uh, players from both sides showed up to the game. The coaches were there, the referees, the equipment managers, the people who washed, the uniforms. Everybody showed up except for DeAndre Ayton, who's been missing for 11 games. It would need tendonitis, and somehow, some way, he couldn't get there. Uh huh. Uh Yeah. Crazy stuff. And then we also talked about taunting uh, in sports. You know, is there too much? You know, last night, Central Florida beat Texas and Texas coach Rodney Terry. He wasn't happy with the fact that Central Florida, they weren't acting like they had been there before. They didn't act like they knew how to win. They were throwing up the horns, but they were throwing them down. So I I said to myself, I said not to myself. I spoke out loud to you. And I said, man, I got no problem with taunting in sports. As long as you ain't pushing it too far, trying to escalate something, start a fight. Man, yeah, just don't do it at the handshake line. But, yeah, they're going to throw up the horns and you can throw them down. I got no problem with it. It Happens all day, every day. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. I do want to talk about the lines this hour. Anybody who's going to go to their second consecutive home game in the postseason, something that's never done, they're going to have to pay a lot of money as the hype in Detroit is very, very real. We're going to talk about that. And then we also learned about some of the musical acts that will be performing at the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going to be doing America the Beautiful and God bless America and what have you. But let's go to the phone lines. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to April calling from San Antonio, Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, April? April, you're live on the radio. April is no longer on the radio. Let's go to Andre. Andre is calling up from Las Vegas. Hey, Andre, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on? Andre got sucked into Area 51. Andre is no longer on the line. Let's try George in Texas. Maybe the third. Hey, George. Yeah, there hey, you are. How you doing, man? I'm good, George. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm a I'm a Detroit plant here in Texas. So uh-huh. I was
3: really hoping that we would knock the Cowboys out of the playoffs, but the Packers did it for us. I'm really excited about the game this weekend. I think uh, with bringing James Houston back, Another uh, defensive lineman to, to rush the passer. He had like eight sacks last year opposite Hutchinson. I think he's going to do a great job. Um, and the all other point I had, the Lions, I think, are going to do well this weekend. Uh, I think they're, uh, they're primed for a good uh, – the, the place is going to be rocking. But I had one other take about the Cowboys because I'm here in Texas. I think the loss of Leighton Vander Esch was really big for them. Uh, not having a middle linebacker to, to go with Micah Parsons really hurt them. You know, you saw a couple plays there against the Packers when they're in the goal line, and they're having a safety going up against a, a offensive lineman. That's just ridiculous. And I think that's where they need to improve. So I'll, I'll listen to you. Have a great night. I appreciate you.
2: No doubt about it. Well, thank you so much, George, for calling up from Texas. And he's a Detroit man who is now in, in Texas. You know, for whatever reason, whether it's Leighton Vander Esch or we got to go back a little while further than that, if we start looking at Sean Lee, I have no idea, none whatsoever, why the Dallas Cowboys linebackers, just especially the dudes up in the middle, they always, they end up hurt. And I'm not going to attribute that to the loss because of the injuries to, to their linebacker. I will tell you this, the defense got their asses whooped. We know that there was no Diggs. I, I wasn't surprised that Bland, Deron Bland, picked up his play uh, once Diggs went down. I'm not I'm not going to just say, oh, man, their lack of a linebacker. Yeah, it, it didn't help, but I'm not going to say that that's the, the reason that they lost. There was a multitude of reasons why they lost. Uh, they could not stop anybody. You can go ahead and look at Dan Quinn, who's now interviewing for some of the open uh, positions in the NFL for a head coach. You can look at Mike McCarthy. I think you can look at the construct of the offense. I think they're too pass happy. Uh, I don't think that that is Dak Prescott's game. I think unless we see changes in the philosophy uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, not necessarily on defense, but on offense, we're we going to see a repeat of the past couple of seasons because what exactly is going to change? You know, I see I see nothing. Nada. And thank you for bringing up Detroit. I assume you're going to be rooting for those Lions, even though you are now in Texas. And if you were in Detroit, if you are in Detroit listening to me right now, good luck going to the game. I saw this on the news earlier today. uh, WXYZ TV. Yeah, interesting name. Up in Detroit, they basically had Kyle Zorn on. This man is tick-picks. He knows all about the cost of the games and all of this stuff. And he said is the most expensive ticket in town.
3: Kyle Zorn of TickPick says the Lions are the most expensive ticket this weekend. Just to get in the door of Ford Field is costing
0: $690 on TickPick, $400 higher than the second most expensive game.
1: It was the most expensive NFL wildcard ticket we've had on record. And the same thing this week. It is the most expensive divisional round ticket on record here at TickPick. Far and away the most expensive ticket we've seen.
2: Man, I'm not spending $700 to go to a game. I'm not spending $1,000 to go to a game. I will sit on my ass and watch at home. And I get it, once-in-a-lifetime thing, right? Lions just had their first playoff victory in more than 30 years. They had last one in 1992. Man, I I get it. The The demand is high. Absolutely through the damn roof. They were talking about how loud it was when they beat the Rams. Well, I can imagine it's going to be just as loud when they take on the Buccaneers. And so Jared Goff is going to have to perform and, and all the offensive weapons, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jameer Kitt, everybody is going to have to go out there and light it up. Now, is this game going to have the same type of, you know, personal oomph to it? For Jared Goff, like the last one when he beat his former team, the Rams, probably not. But the expectations are starting to build for the Lions to go for the gold. Yes, it's an Olympics phrase, but you know what the hell I'm saying. They're expected to go compete for the NFC championship and then swing with all their might to try to go to the Super Bowl. Despite all of that, Jared Goff, who's been there before, he says, look, folks, we are not making this game bigger than what it is. The games go on. The, the importance of them, the
4: magnitude of them keeps on going up, and um, this one's uh, no different. They keep on getting more and more at stake, and um, yeah, you handle them just like all the other ones.
2: Yeah, for, for his benefit, for his sake, yeah, he's, he's been here before. He went to a Super Bowl. He ran into some uh, Patriots team opposed by some guy named Tom Brady, and he lost. If he should be so lucky this time, you know, maybe he only has to take on, let's say, a Lamar Jackson or a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen. Maybe. Maybe it'll be somebody besides Patrick Mahomes. Dan Campbell. He ain't never been in no Super Bowl as a coach. Maybe in his dreams. Dan Campbell in the most aggressive matter of fact way possible. He says it's the playoffs. And yeah, we just won one game. And we got to win one game and then another game and another game. But we're only thinking about the game in front of us.
3: I want us thinking it's the
1: next one. And uh, we got three left and we got to go get this one right now. Um, and so, you know, I, I think it's it, let's do everything we can to put a good game plan together. These guys where they can digest, be ready to go, good practice, and let's go get this one. And, and then, man, then we got to gear up for the next one. So. I think it's very much business as usual. You know, I think it's too early to try, start getting there. I think that's where you got to be careful. You get complacent. I think that's great for everybody to feel good and love where we're at. and But for us, we can't. Uh, we got to just stay, stay on the tracks here.
2: I love that. It's like Dan Campbell can do math. It's like I got one game in front of me and then there's another game. And if I win that next game, I win the Super Bowl. Listen, Dan Campbell is a gambling man. He knows all about the odds. He knows you got to take it one game and one step at a time. And he's ready to gamble in all of them. I can't wait for him to go for it on fourth and 40. That's going to be fun uh, to watch. And, you know, if you're a Detroit Lions fan, you might as well just, if you got the money and you can spend it, yeah, go spend 400 500 600 700 800 9, Go spend $1,000 and go see this game. You know, you may never see this ever again in your life. I think the Lions are in a much improved position. But when they have stunk for the better part of their history, I mean, damn it. You got to enjoy it when you can, right? And all of Detroit, let's be real. The Pistons. Oh, man, I've seen the memes. People are saying the Pistons had to be sacrificed so the Lions could be in this position pistons are currently uh, four and 37 yes four wins 37 losses this is a professional basketball team yeah longest losing streak in nba history in a single year with 27 sorry the tigers they haven't been to the playoffs in almost 10 years they last won a championship in 1984 the red wings they haven't been to the playoffs since the 2015-2016 season, it's some tough going for the, uh, the sports fans in Detroit. And so this is the hottest ticket in town for a reason. Uh, good luck to the Lions. I think they are going to go past those Buccaneers. Uh, according to the reporter, at least uh, the Buccaneers, uh, they won't have to deal with the snow. I think she knows that now. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. And then how about this? We got this news today as well. If the Lions go to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, Dan Campbell can do a lot of gambling. But we actually know the full performers for the pregame and halftime and all of that stuff, I'll share it with you. It's the JR Sportby Show on CBS Sports Radio, and this portion of the show is sponsored by the new Hyundai Tucson, available with complimentary class-leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. We'll talk more on the other side of the break on CBS Sports Radio.
1: Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm not going to go as far to call it the, the genius sport brief show. I'll let you do that. Anyway, I, what I also will tell you is this. Yeah, the, the tickets to go see the Lions are astronomical. We just shared that with you before the break. 600 $700, the cheapest seat. That's like the second cheapest. We got tickets going for thousands of bucks. That's just to get in. Anyway, if you're like me, I'm not going to be in Detroit. I'll be here either in Atlanta or New York, but you should know this. You can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the odyssey app get in the zone auto zone free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local auto zone get in the zone auto zone restrictions apply 855-212-4CBS is the number that's 855-212-4CBS we, we got some callers here on the line I want to talk to them and then if the Lions go to the Super Bowl we got some news today about who's going to be doing God bless America and America the Beautiful. And and now we do lift every voice and sing. And so I'll share that with you in a moment. But let's go to Alabama and let's talk to Tim. Hey, Tim, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Tim, you, you alive? You there? And maybe Tim got sucked in by the snowman. Let's go to Connor in California. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Connor? Hey, JR, how are you? Excellent. What's on your mind?
3: So, um, I don't know if you have uh, the same thought as this, but, you know, going into this uh, 49ers-Packers game, you know, I'm a, I'm a big 49ers fan. I mean, live pretty close to the Bay Area. I've told you before, you may not remember, but that's all right. Um, so, I think coming off of this uh, two weeks of, like, doing – nothing but practices. I think it's makes me nervous about what it could mean for the 49ers going against the Packers. And uh, I think the only player that'll come out of this looking pretty good is Christian McCaffrey. Cause that's typically how it goes. He, he's one of those rarities who comes out of bye weeks looking pretty, not sluggish and looking really good. And, you know, the 49ers only have hard practices on Tuesdays and Fridays. And so, you know, it just, I don't know if you uh, have the same thought process.
2: Uh, well, thank you for calling from California. No, I don't. I don't. I I understand that. It's it's a risk to, quote, unquote, be a little rusty, to not be active, and that's part of the game. Uh, you can reap the rewards of being healthy and having a better roster and having a better team and getting some rest by ending up with the number one overall seed, or you can come out like they, they got to be a little bit of give and take. I can say the Green Bay Packers are, are hot as hell, or you could say that, uh, you know, maybe maybe they're tired. So that's, that's a risk of playing the game. I'm ultimately going to look at talent. Is it a possibility that it has an effect on the game? Yeah. Uh, could it ultimately be the driver of the game? I don't think so. Uh, let's see what percentage, if any, that it has. Uh, the 49ers could come out guns a-blazing. They could be behind the Packers. But I'm going to go with the team that I think is most talented, that I think has uh, obviously more experience, I'm going to go with the 49ers. It's reasonable for you to go, oh, man, they've been off. They haven't played. But, man, it's, it's a part of the game. I'm not going to, you know, dig, dig too deep into that. Let's have that conversation on Monday if it happens to be the case, if there is a slow start. We could say the same thing for the Baltimore Ravens, and they're kicking off the postseason, or at least, excuse me, the divisional round on Saturday. 855 cbs Speaking of Baltimore, let's take a call from Maryland right now. I think we got on Lucas. Are you here on CBS Sports Radio?
4: Hey, so thanks for taking the call. I, I miss you because I used to. I was work. I worked three to eleven, and I'm off tonight. I used to call you every night on my ride home. And you're, you're awesome. Like you don't you don't talk down to the callers. You always. Build them up. It's it's just awesome. I'm, I've gained so much information from you. I, I just I just love the show. I really do. So thank I got you, a Lucas. chance on my What's day up? off to call in. It's great.
0: Well, thank I you. Just, I appreciate I
4: really, you. Thank you, man. I What's really up? enjoy. It. So my, my biggest thing is is that uh, the the Purdy situation. Well, um, it, it, it's a terrible word. They call it a game manager, and and I, I really don't think that's what that kid is. So like. When you look at, at quarterbacks, like if you look at Lamar Jackson, he, he's a freaking nature. He runs. He, has, he really has a great arm, too. So he has a better arm, and he runs better than Purdy. It, it's close. You know what I mean? I think what Purdy does and a little bit what Brady does, but look, Lamar Jackson still does it, too. In the NFL, it's, they, they're so fast at it. They read coverages faster. I think I think Purdy does that. I I think you know that you only get like 2.5 seconds to figure out where you're going with the ball. And and I I just think that's what he excels at. Like he when he drops back in the pocket, he reads the coverage and it's 2.5 seconds. He figures out where it's at. Does he have a the cannon for an arm? It's a, it's like Joe Montana. He, they don't have this cannon for an arm, but they figure out where the ball should go quickly. Get it out and go. So he's more than just a game manager. Trent Dilfer, when the Ravens won the Super Bowl, that was a game
2: manager. Yeah, we know about the Trent Dilfers and, you know, Brad Johnson threw the ball around a a little bit more. Yeah, I wouldn't put Brock Purdy in that category. And and, and we talked about this earlier in the show. You can certainly look at all the, the weapons and help that he has surrounding him from Caffrey to Samuel Ayuk and Kittle and what have you. Yeah, it's it's a benefit. It helps him out. Uh, but he, here's the thing, and thank you so much, uh, Lucas, for calling for Maryland. Every quarterback is going to be criticized, flat and period. They season that Tom Brady won his last Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. People were looking at Tom Brady and said, oh, he's throwing ducks, and he sucks, and he's beefing uh, with the head coach. He, he, people were crapping on Tom Brady. People were looking at Patrick Mahomes And they were saying that he was doing too much. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, he's doing too much. He's not the same quarterback. He's regressed. He's like, come on. These are dudes who are going into the Hall of Fame. There will never be a quarterback who is just exalted and just honored it every time, let alone a man who was drafted last, pick number 262 in his draft. Like, Brock Purdy may have to just go to the Super Bowl this time. Last year, going to the NFC title game and then having his arm dislodged, that, that's not enough. He's going to have to go back, and he may have to just almost win the Super Bowl before he gets his just due. But please believe, if he continues throwing almost 4,300 yards and 30-plus touchdowns a year, uh, his bank account sooner than later will reflect how good the 49ers believe he is. And the benefit for them, they are able to have so much talent around him. You got the highest paid running back in McCaffrey making $16 million per season. And this man, Brock Purdy, based on his draft status, he's making $3 million over three years. Last year, 2023, next season, in 2025, Brock Purdy is here until – 2025, in between last season, this season, and 2025, he is making $3 million. Don't tell me that he's not playing for a discount or on a discount. Man, he's going to get paid. I hope he stays healthy enough to cash in. He deserves it. It's the JR Sport Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to get some more of your calls before we roll out We'll talk about some of the music musical acts that we'll be performing at the Super Bowl. We got that announcement today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, shout out to everybody getting that money, making those deliveries. Uber, DoorDash, Amazon, UPS, FedEx, (laughs) United States Postal Service. I know we got people listening in the post office. Thank you. Appreciate you. 855 212 I'm going to get your calls in before we have to roll out. And I just saw this news during the break, and it's, it's nothing ridiculously urgent. And we may have to spend more time on this tomorrow. But the Oakland Athletics, we know that they're supposed to be moving or they will be moving to Las Vegas. They're leaving Oakland. They're currently touring ballparks in Salt Lake City and Sacramento this week to play their games in 2025, 2026, and 2027 before their Vegas ballpark opens on the Strip, where if you've been out to Las Vegas, it's going to sit on the uh, site of the Tropicana. That's going to be torn down, and the Oakland Athletics are going to build their stadium there. And in the interim, it was thought that maybe they'll play their games at another facility somewhere in Vegas, Uh, but they're looking at ballparks in Utah, in Sacramento wow don't do it Sacramento I think that's I mean yeah I think that still might be a little too close to home the Oakland Athletics are just a a sideshow right now I also told you earlier today we learned uh, about the NFL Super Bowl we know Usher from here in Atlanta Georgia is going to be performing if you haven't heard Usher don't know Usher You will learn about this man and his dance moves and his singing and all his hits. I think it's real cool that he'll be performing at the Super Bowl. And then earlier today, watching the news here in Atlanta on 11 Alive, we learned about some of the other folks singing, like the National Anthem and whatnot. Take a listen. All right, well, trending today, the Super Bowl pregame performers, country music icon Reba McIntyre. We've learned we'll sing the national anthem before the game. Post Malone will perform America the Beautiful, and Andre Day will also perform Lift Every Voice and Sing. Super Bowl 58 will take place at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas on February 11th. Usher, of course, we know will be performing the halftime show. Great. I, I just want to see Usher. Sorry. Sorry, I don't know anybody who gets hyped up for, you know, the national anthem. I'm just being honest. Where's, where's Ray Charles? He's not alive, so not worried about it. Where's Whitney Houston? Not alive, not worried about it. That's not to say that Reba McIntyre won't do an amazing job and that Post Malone, uh, what the hell he's going to wear that he won't do an amazing job, or uh, Andrew Day, uh, she's a beautiful woman. I love looking at her. That's not to say that she won't do an amazing job. I just, I don't care. I'm going to be seeing what athlete is going to cry. Nick Sirianni let the waterworks run last year during the national anthem. Let's see who does it this year. Outside of that, don't care. Sorry. Show me the football. I love Usher. I want to see Usher perform and let's just keep it moving from there. 8552124 CBS. It's 8552124 CBS. Hey, we got Kevin. Kevin is calling from Baltimore, Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Kevin? Good, Jar. How you doing, my man? I'm excellent. Please go ahead. I uh, I don't believe
3: for any moment that the Ravens are going to come out rusty at all. I believe Lamar is uh, put in a lot of work and effort in all phases of of his life as a as a as an MVP quarterback to be ready for this moment. I believe our defense is going to come out, play the way they played all season, get us this W, and uh, to do. To the folks that don't believe in Brock Purdy, I-, I will be honest. That man will light you up, too. He is he is not no game manager. He is a Tier 1 quarterback in the National Football League, and uh, Texans better come with their fight
2: gear because they're going to have their hands full with Mr. Roquan Smith. Okay. Thank well, you thank for your time, you. sir. Thank you, Kevin, for calling from Baltimore. I can certainly understand saying that there's no reason to worry. Lamar is going to be prepared and whatnot. Yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't worry too much personally about these guys or these teams or these two seeds, uh, both the Forty ers and the Ravens being rusty. I ain't sweating it, uh, but it is something to consider, especially if you want to take a look at 2019. We all know this by now. Maybe you don't. Uh, the Ravens came off of a bye and then they lost to Tennessee. 28 to 12. Is history going to repeat itself? I don't think so, but it is, it is a part of history. It isn't something that should be forgotten. I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens to go out there and beat the Texans, and we're going to talk more about this tomorrow. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to Jim. I think Jim is here from North Carolina. You're on the JR Sportbree Show, Jim. What's up? Hey,
3: JR. Appreciate you taking my call. Love your show. I love your demeanor more than anything. Uh, I just want to touch base on the Texas Longhorns and the Horns Down. They have no problem holding the horns up before, during, and
4: after a win. So, to complain about somebody, your opponent, that just beat you holding the horns down, you know, don't cry like little
2: schoolgirls, you know. Grow up.
4: Take it, you know.
2: And, and live with. Yeah, I'm, I am I hear you, man. If you're going to be able to, to go out there and dish it, then you, you better be able to take it. Thank you so much, Jim, for calling from North Carolina. That's why I got no problem. People chat. They yapped. It's sports. I mean, earlier this week we saw Draymond Green return after almost a, a one-month absence from the Golden State Warriors, and he did say – He's going to cut down on all the distractions when it comes to the punching, the kicking, and all that other nonsense. One thing Draymond said that he was not going to stop? Talking. Like, it's, it's sports. I don't know anybody who goes out and plays and, and doesn't say a word. And yeah, there are athletes who don't say nothing. You know, one of my stories that I can always recall when it comes down to trash talk is, is from Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett has said, Man, I could talk trash to anybody, but one guy who never had any of it or did it in a different way was was Tim Duncan. Like he said I can shout at Tim Duncan and say things and he wouldn't say anything. He would just say, "Nice move. A well, good job. Nice play." It's like Tim Tim Duncan you, you couldn't get into his head for nothing. I mean, they called the man the Big Fundamental. He didn't have uh, the personality to save him from anything, but he could just go out there and ball, and he did it for, like, 20 years with the San Antonio Spurs. So, look, I- I'm all here for the trash talk. I'm here to for the give, the take, and uh, the only time people really want to talk crap is when they lose. Vinny's here from Arizona. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Vinny?
4: Hey, what's going on, JR? Thanks for talking to my call, man. Sure. Sure, So my question, I'm going to use the Green Bay Packers as an example. So a lot of people were counting them out against Dallas, Dallas having a way better team on paper. With how big of a win that was for them and the demeanor they did it, do you think teams like that could be even scarier come postseason? I I know you made a comment about it could make them even more tired, which makes sense because they're playing an extra game essentially. But at the same time, like when – you keep winning, and you beat teams you're not supposed to, in the demeanor that you did it. Yeah, Does that the, give them I, any more momentum going well, up against you, Manfred? Like, like you, hey, look, you, we've already been counted well, out. hold, like, hold on, Vinny, again.
2: I got Vinny, I'm up against the break, and I want to answer you. I I, <laughs> I understand your question. I said that more so tongue in cheek. They could be more tired. You said the key word. You 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 asked the question, or had an answer for you. The key word is momentum. And the answer is yes. I mean, the Green Bay Packers have all of the momentum in the world. They're currently on a four-game winning streak. I mean, they've won seven out of their last ten games as a part of the regular season. Their starting quarterback is playing at a, a level that puts him firmly entrenched as one of the best QBs in the game. I mean, when you're winning, you want to keep rolling. You want to keep playing. Yes and absolutely. And thank you, Vinny, for calling from Arizona. Sorry to be so short and curt with you but I got I to gotta wrap things up and shut up in a minute. I wanted to make sure that I got you on and that I answered your question. Yeah, they got momentum. We're going to find out soon enough whether their momentum, the talent that they have, and maybe I don't want to say uh, too stupid to know where they're at or, or you know, they're standing. Are they going to beat the 49ers? We're going to find out soon enough. I think it is going to be a good game. And I don't know, maybe rust and and time off will will have a major factor. Maybe it won't. And we can certainly go out there and say the same thing for the Baltimore Ravens as they get ready to go out and take on the Houston Texans, who are even much less experienced. So we're going to find out sooner than later, and it's nice to know that we got a full slate of games, two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. Man, I'm going to be in heaven. Hey, Ryan, thank you for hanging out here with me, holding it down another night, man. I appreciate it. Of
4: course, JR. Always a blast.
2: Yeah, so what I'm going to do now is leave the studio. There's no ice here in Atlanta. Uh, I'll be able to, to leave here safely, and then I don't expect ice tomorrow. I expect to be back, so no DeAndre Ayton situations, okay? It's good that it's both ways. You're not stuck at work, and like you said, you'll be here tomorrow. It's Maybe yeah. DeAndre
0: could take a lesson from you.
2: Yeah, maybe he could. I don't know. Well, you know, he got, oh, well, anyway, his company is worth billions of dollars, and he's worth millions, and he can't get to work. Listen, we got to go to work every day. That's what we do, right? We all can't be DeAndre Ayton. It's the JR Sport Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. Thank you so much to Ryan Hickey. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, Paul Winkler's coming up next. Thank you, Ryan.